0: Radio Pulpit, 6.57am, your daily companion. We're joined in the studio by Dr. Julius Mangatumbu, speaking about something very interesting. <laughs> how are you doing, Pastor?
1: I'm doing well, Paul. how are you doing?
0: I'm good.
1: Yeah, you know, this, this season is... Why
0: are you interrupting our <laughs> shopping lists and our shopping during the festivities? I know, I know.
1: <laughs> I, I think, I think I'm, I'm more prescriptive than... Yeah. You know, just uh, imposing on people. uh, I just believe that we should be more prescriptive because... Uh, people's needs vary, you know, people's uh, wants also vary. And the, the need for us f- to just give them a biblical perspective I know, love it. I love it. <laughs> on how to spend during this festive season. So if, you, if you're joining us today as listeners, we want to welcome you again to the Heart to Heart show and uh, just highlight that the topic of today will be how to spend, during this festive season. A biblical perspective, because, you know, uh, there there are a couple of uh, very... A high experts coming on board, you know, with different angles. But I always want to look at a biblical perspective to whatever we're doing, and I think that's my inclination to make sure that uh, we have a biblical a mindset, drive towards even our way of life, and even much more precisely this this very season. Uh, as you said, when I was pondering around this topic, what came to my mind was just the question that you asked, you know, (laughs) that uh, wouldn't this be much more like limiting people's list (laughs) in terms of their needs, in terms of their very appetite. But it's it's good to underline from the very commencement, the preamble of this conversation, that uh, our needs are insatiable. Uh, Human beings can hardly uh, be satisfied, you know, completely, absolutely in their needs. Uh, I've told somebody, if I give Give you 10,000. You definitely would need hundred thousand. If I give you hundred thousand, you need a million. And if you definitely have that million, you need much more. Uh, that's why the richest people are hardly satisfied. <laughs> you still want more. <laughs> you still want more. They just want to get much more. But I think the the, the angle that we're going to look at for today might help us in terms of our Christian conduct because uh, it is quite unique unique for us to be Christians and get into this season. I just want to underline that it's a season which is full of advertisement. You know, I've gone to a couple of shops, you know, yesterday I was without advertising. I I went to uh, Mr. Price and one of their slogan is love at first price <laughs> not love at first sight. <laughs> love at first price so uh, everybody's got a slogan and there are two key components which uh drive uh advertisement or commercials uh, number one is uh, information so advertisements are meant to be informative Number one, it means there's a new product in the market. People don't know about it, and they're trying to get information out there. But the second part of advertisement, if you've done a little bit of commerce, um, I'm tapping a little bit into my com- commerce course. Uh, if you've done a little bit of commerce, is not only informative, which we call informational, but it's also persuasive. Uh, And persuasive should be very careful because definitely everybody in your space has room to advertise their product. But it's incumbent on you. The onus is on you. The burden is on you to respond to their advert. And uh, I have a pastor friend. We're visiting Las Vegas with my wife. And one of our pastor friends said uh, the the, the mother-in-law sits on you know TV in front of TV with her cell phone and whatever comes up as adverts she just buys (laughs) she just wants to be there she said no I love it and the next thing is she's punched into the credit card and before she realizes she loves all the adverts why because the intention behind it the subliminal message behind most of the adverts around this time is persuasive not even informative it's persuasive it's to get you love the product but it's to get you also respond, not only seeing it, but touching it. And to touch it, you definitely have to spend. The reason why we're talking about spending today uh, sometimes it's a sensitive topic, but definitely my intention is not to step on tools. My, my intention is definitely prescriptive to give you a healthy spending habit around this time, which might definitely help you uh, make sure that you, you get into what I believe God wants you to get into in this very uh, festive mood. If you have your Bible with you please turn with me to the book of philippians chapter 4 philippians chapter 4 from verse 10 to 13 philippians 4 10 to 13 it says i rejoiced greatly in the lord that at the last at last you renewed your concern for me I repeat it again, I rejoice greatly in the Lord that at last you renewed your concern for me. Indeed, you were concerned, but you had no opportunity to show it. Verse 11, I'm not saying this because I'm in need, for I have learned to be content whatever the circumstances I know what it is to be in need and I know what it is to have plenty. I've learned the secret of being content in any and every situation, whether well-fed or hungry, whether living in plenty or in want. I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength. Very, very popular verse. Verse 13, I can do all things through him who gives me strength. Uh, we we must look at uh, perspective and also we must look at uh, context here. Okay the book of Philippians is one of the four uh, prison epistles, one of the four prison epistles, before you realize uh, the prison epistles means Paul writing these in a Roman jail and he wrote also the book of Ephesians in prison he wrote the book of Philippians in prison, he wrote the book of Colossians in prison prison. and the last he wrote the book of Philemon or Philemon like the US guys who want to call it in, in prison also, so he's writing this book of uh, Philippians in prison and what happens is that uh, the Christians of the Christians of Philippians, the Philippian Christians have a lot of concern over Paul because they have heard not only that he is in need, but uh, they're also suspecting that Paul is at the verge of being persecuted. If you read Acts chapter 28, this is context of uh, what is happening here in in Philippians chapter 4. And so they, they send Epaphroditus. very long name (laughs) Epaphroditus Uh, Epaphroditus is sent as a messenger to deliver maybe not only financial needs of Paul but also meeting his material needs and this is a context that we find ourselves Uh, these people did not only pray for Paul but they also went a long way to assign somebody to be able to visit him in prison if you read uh, just chapter 2 of this you will find the assignment which was given to him to, to be able to meet Paul and this gives us a little bit of a context and it is from there that Paul derives now his gratitude and appreciation message Onto the Philippian Christians, he he's in prison and he pens down, you know, his emotions with whatever has come his way in terms of gratitude, and that's what informs a little bit of our conversation today, uh, from a very narrow perspective on how we ought to we ought to spend uh, during this very season. Uh, I want to give you like my. Very simple acronyms will always help you. Let me give you three C's which might inform your spending habits around this this festive season. If you read with me uh, verse 10, it says, I rejoiced greatly in the Lord that at last you renewed your concern for me. Indeed, you were concerned, but you had no opportunity to show it. Verse 11 says, I am not saying this because I'm in need for I have learned to be content whatever the circumstance. So number one, I want you to understand in this very season that we're going through, the evidence is that you'll be bombarded <laughs> with a lot of infomercials, persuasive advertisement. Uh, December is one of the the months with the highest spending. And so please don't feel guilty. I'm not guilt tripping you. Don't feel guilty. Everybody (laughs) is in the mood of spending. All of us, we are in a mood of spending. Myself, yourself, each and every one of us. In fact, we work hard January, February, all through the year to make sure that we give our families a befitting resting time. In December, so you don 't feel guilty about that, or what I just want to do is to help you within a biblical perspective to be prescriptive in terms of how you go about really minimizing costs and maximizing your very bliss and Uh, blessings in your family during this very festive season number one i think paul gives us a clue on how we should get about spending this season number one the word used there is to be content the word used there is to be content many scholars have interpreted the word content to be satisfied You're satisfied with what you have. But let me give you a little bit of an insight about contentment. The first which we must bear in mind is to be thankful. Thankful. And Paul is receiving the gift which has been sent by the Philippians. And the first thing he expresses is his gratitude. We have to be thankful to God, you know, for during this season. We have to be thankful that we've we've passed through the January, February, March, everything, all the months. And we find ourselves in December. And we find ourselves fit. We find ourselves provided for. We find ourselves protected by God. And all of this gives us the very room to be thankful and contentment means you are thankful for what you have in the meantime. You're thankful you are grateful unto God because he is the one who has provided. And so Paul expresses his gratitude. I rejoice greatly in the Lord that at last you have renewed your very concern for me. You know, you've renewed your concern for me. God has shown you, has lavished so much grace unto you. So contentment, number one, means thankfulness to be grateful, to be thankful uh, over the very things that God has, has given you with what you have in the meantime, what you have in your hand. Thank God for it. Thank God for what you have in your hand. Just thank God. Just thank God. See what you have in your hands and thank God because what you have, some people don't have.
0: Yeah. As well. What you take for granted, what someone you,
1: else is praying, praying for. Someone it. else is praying for it. Someone yeah. else is praying for it. So thank God for what you have. I, I want to underline this because I usually work uh, some reality checks. Contentment does not mean laziness. Uh, you know, I, I have to make that is a caveat, but I have to underline that it doesn't mean that you just sit down and it happens. It, it means that you're thankful for what you have and even what you don't have. You trust in God for, but you're thankful for. So number one, let me give you two words. Contentment means to be thankful, but contentment also means to be tactful, tactful. yeah. Okay, so you are thankful But you're also tactful. Okay, the word tactful is quite uh, a tricky word because the, the key word which you can get from tactfulness is to be wise. To be content means uh you are also wise over the situation because uh, you have to be very careful this 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 season is a very persuasive season in terms of spending, so you have to be very wise the way you spend at this very point in time. yesterday in, Paul, I was talking yeah the radio and I gave uh the the financial discipline of uh, the Jewish five jars and many people got back to me to repeat it today if ever I will have the opportunity and they, they really wanted to know <laughs> how do the Jewish people get spending, how do they really get out to make sure that they maximize you know, savings, investment, and make sure that they build such wealth around them as much as possible so I gave yesterday the financial discipline that Jewish people go through, it's called the financial discipline discipline jewish five jars five jars like five jars that you put in front of you just figure it out somebody who is following us put five jars in front of you five jars bottle jars and i give you each of those jars how you ought to spend this very season number one i believe your contentment should reflect in your tithing ten percent should go for your tithing that's what they will do the Jewish people will take 10% for their tithing for all that uh, that loved God and want to live a blessed life that's your commitment to God and everything you you don't bargain with this you don't treat that and I don't want to get you know into so much debate about that it's very very mandatory that we consider giving God 10% uh, of what he's given us number two uh, the second jar put 10% for your giving, which is an offering. And uh, these are donations. These are gifts. Mm-hmm. And these are contributions to others. You know, this season, we, we're giving out a lot of gifts. Uh, it's, it's a season of giving because God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. And so our attitude should be an attitude of giving. Amen. As well. So I will recommend within the Jewish, you know, jar system, financial discipline system, put 10% for, for gifts. Uh, you know, a man who gives gifts makes many friends, the yeah. Bible says. So, <laughs> <laughs> so please, uh, we, we're not saying you should go and buy the most expensive. Uh, some people, it just might be chocolate. Some people, it just might Amen. be a bouquet of flowers. <laughs> <laughs> some people, it just might be a bouquet of flowers. Some people, it might just be a 2024, you know, calendar agenda, mm. which, you know, something small but quite symbolic and thoughtful. thoughtful Think about know? the person and what they like. What, what they like, yeah. you know, it's something which is quite small but quite symbolic. So you, you put 10% for, for gifts out there, donations, contributions, whatever you're supporting. It has a good cause you're supporting, put 10% aside. But number three, the third jar is 20% for savings. I and mean, you know poe why i'm I'm thinking contemplating on on these savings because you know uh December seems to be quite boisterous it's quite hectic you know people get into the 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 health and there's so much involved into life situations, which is not bad because we have to celebrate uh, you know with families a time of rest, which is a time of consumption, but listen to this po January is around the corner. <laughs>
0: You know someone said something so sobering, you're very right when you say in January it was around the corner. Someone said something so sobering, and, and was talking about your where are we now in December?" Uh-huh. but that the amount of money you got end of November mm. is supposed to cover you. For it's this so, entire month.
1: It's supposed to. In actual
0: fact, the salary that you're getting end of <laughs> December or rather around the twenty twenty third, twenty second, that's the money we should be spending in January. In
1: January. <laughs> if, but
0: is it the is it is it the case most which, of the time? Which
1: much most That's how it often. should be. That's that just a, that just the ideal situation. That ought to be the, the situation which which really invites us to say we have to cultivate the discipline of saving. The discipline of saving is very important. It just means put aside 20% for for the rainy days, for the challenging days. Uh, Most at times people overdraft you know, (laughs) into (laughs) into January. Uh, And I'm, I'm just going to conclude very soon and talking about this. But Prescriptively, please put 20% aside, which might be just for uh, personal and family savings. Uh, just make sure that you put that aside. And uh, the next jar, which is a fourth jar, is 10% for investment. 10% for investment. Short-term, long-term business ventures, you, you always should have a plan to make sure that As we say, money grows. (laughs) You have to create wealth. Uh, I I wrote a book on creating wealth, and one of them is investment, save towards investing. Uh, There's a great need for you to understand that a lot of people who celebrate, and lavishly so in December, are people who have invested all through, throughout the year, January and everything. Uh, They've they've spent a lot of time investing in great projects, and they are just accruing the benefits. Of their hard work, uh, and I'm, I'm I want to encourage somebody and congratulate those who start very early in the year working hard. Uh, if you are if you are spending now, and so be it, uh, carefully spending. We we thanking God for your blessing you you know all through the year that you are spending responsibly even this this season so uh, i'm not saying you should be a cheapskate <laughs> and deprive yourself of some very good you know uh, moments but again i'm just saying let's have this culture of saving investing but the last jar is your 50 which is expenditure, you know, which definitely accounts for a lot of what is going to happen. As somebody said, if ever you can really manage your expenditure quite well, you can even save to make sure that you credit more your savings and your investment if you properly uh, work on your expenditure. So that gives us a perspective, a little bit, Paul, on number one, C, to be content. To be content means to be thankful, but to be tactful. To be tactful means to be wise, to make sure that you have some wisdom in whatever you're doing. The next C, after being content, the Apostle Paul was not only content, but he also expressed Circumstances He said he's been through everything (laughs) And I want to tell somebody today That look Circumstances do not define who you are this, this Christmas season is not going to be like a unique yellow, red, blue Christmas season. It's going to be like any other like Christmas. And January will still be like any other. And January will still be like, any other. Be, still be like <laughs> any other. So please, number one, I, I want you to guard against this. Number one, guard against envy. So don't look at your neighbor. And you think you have to spend the same level like exactly. your neighbor. Number two, guard against competition, which is still part of envy. Guard against competition. Number three, guard against borrowing. Borrowing, be careful. It's a trap, <laughs> it's a big <laughs> trap. So guard against borrowing uh, because the Bible says in 1 Timothy 6 6, yet true godliness with contentment is in itself great wealth you know godliness with contentment is great gain but yeah i i believe is great wealth believe god to supply despite the circumstances i'm talking to somebody now but we are very mindful of the very fact and very empathic on the very fact that there are some people who don't have this season but I, I want to trust god with you that god will supply all your needs according to his riches and glory if you read philippians 4 you come down to 19 Paul again is reiterating this very essence of us knowing God's providence in the midst of the circumstances in the midst of the circumstances of this season I know that you might be in lack you might be in inadequacy I'm talking to somebody your your bank account might not reflect even the reality of what you're aspiring to get into but I want to trust God with you that God will supply all your needs my God shall supply all your needs according to his riches and glory despite the circumstances Am I talking circumstances Paul? Let me end with that word circumstance, but let me end with the key word there that is Christ. Paul is not only content, he does not only express the circumstances that he finds himself in, but he ends with a bang. And that bang is the very thirteenth verse. He says, I can do all things through Christ. Strengthens me. So, I I want to give you a phrase now. When you are spending, number one, be content. Number two, despite the circumstances, because Christ alone can give you a solution in the midst of the very upheavals that you're going through. So, the last word there is Christ content circumstances and christ christ alone gives you contentment to navigate through the circumstances of life we we're going through a a moment now where a lot of people will be in different you know uh tangents you know there are people who have so much and there are people who have so less but in 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 All of these circumstances, and many people have misinterpreted this verse, they've they've, they've used, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me, and they don't know that the context here is to be content. Paul was saying, I've gone through the highs and the lows, I've gone through famine, I've gone through plenty, but I've learned to be content because in all of this, Christ still gives me his strength. I am content because I'm in Christ Jesus. So I want to tell you something, and I want to conclude with this today no matter what you go through christ will give you contentment christ will give you satisfaction despite the situation are you in plenty are you in lack Christ will give you satisfaction. Your satisfaction is not found in the things of the world. Your satisfaction is found in Christ. That's the first thing you must know. Christ gives you absolute satisfaction. The things of the world give you temporal, provisional satisfaction. But in Christ alone should you be content. In Christ alone should you be satisfied. In Him we live, we move, and we have our being. Am I talking to somebody? I don't know what you're going through this season, but I've to tell you be strong my sister be strong my brother god still has a last word over your case and he can supply all your needs according to his riches and glory by christ jesus so be strong even in the midst of the festive season god can still meet you at your point of need in christ alone my hope is found Father, I'm praying for somebody today who's just going through a contemplation and they, they're thinking how are they going to spend this festive season? Where's the money going to come from? And there might be somebody on the other side, oh God, of the tangent, who is so much, you know, settled and they have so much but they don't know how to spend that money. And so, Father, I pray that no matter the extremes, I just pray that you be at the center of whatever they're going to do. I just pray that, Father, you will be the focus of each and every one of us this season. As your word says, you so love us that you sent your only begotten son to die for us. May Christ be the center of our very celebration this season. Bless somebody. Give them hope in you. Let them be content despite the circumstances. And may Christ strengthen them from the inner man so that they might know the riches and glory that lies in Christ alone god bless you in jesus name we pray amen
0: amen and amen pastor thank you so much for this it's truly appreciated and of course it's a need uh, to hear such especially as we prepare for the festivities we still have time to to think about yeah. but i love the fact that you're not just you also praying for individuals who can't even have su- such discussions because there is no income to begin with, you no. know, so they don't even talk spending your money wastefully or anything of that sort. No. Um, thank you so much. It's truly, truly appreciated. How do we get a hold of you on social media or any other platform very
1: quickly? Oh, no. Instagram and Facebook is Julio Mangot. On WhatsApp is 067 154 0694. I repeat, on WhatsApp, 067 154 0694. God bless you.
0: Lovely. Thank you so much, Pastor. I really appreciate it.
1: Thank you.
0: Come live the life at 657 a.m.
1: Do you need prayer? WhatsApp your name and your prayer request to zero eight two. 657 2729, and our care center will gladly contact you to pray for you. Do you read the word for today daily devotionals? We wish to ensure that your copy reaches you on time. You can now receive the booklet directly at an address of your choice or via email if you prefer. It's easy. Visit radiopulpit.co.za, select your choice, and update your details, or SMS the word devotional to 37871. You will receive a reply SMS with the options. Alternatively, contact client services on 012-334-1257. Standard rate apply.
0: You and 657AM and Life, a winning team on the road to eternity.